0: Why you should watch this book summary? If you feel others are responsible for your emotional and mental issues, you expect others to fulfill your emotional needs. You have a core belief about your inworthiness or worth of yourself. You have chronic stress from your unmet needs. You feel unsafe and insecure with yourself. You require conditioning from your neglectful past to the present. Then. This book is for you. If you grow around emotionally disconnected parents, you have like emotionally reactive parents and you just want to hear the power to change and reconnect to the infinite wisdom, then please join us for this book summary. So here our mission in this channel is to share the knowledge, never miss the most important facts of any books available if you don't have a time to read or something from the best book, we try to carve out or filter out the best points and share with you. If you like to join us or if you like to motivate us in our mission, please hit subscribe, like and share with your friends' knowledge and that may change your life. An idea which is not relevant for you and me may be important for someone else. So what are the important points we'll discuss in this book? First, we'll talk about heart consciousness for authentic connection impact on childhood trauma, boundaries and empowerment, gratitude and body consciousness, exploration of global consciousness, social coherence and authentic connections. Let's get started. So we feel powerlessness on external factors. Most of our issues, we feel like we are not in the control. We are not in the driving seat. Especially, this happened for childhood. When our nervous system is in the infancy, it will be having a rapid development. So, this unmet childhood needs that will create some level of patterns and synapses and firing and non-firing in the nervous system, that patterns is actually persist. And in, during the adult, it will just come as different way of expressions. So, the book also talks about collective trauma Like when a particular incident happened, the way the people absorb that incident is different. Like even the big incidents like 9-11 or anything or even the small incidents. If you have two brothers or two sisters in your family along with you, you will be taking the situation on a family problem in a different way like your siblings. So that's what the collective trauma. So you have to have... Especially in the childhood, emotional safety is important in shaping the adult behavior. If if that person is not emotionally safe in the childhood, that is going to persist to the adulthood. That emotional safety is going to affect him. It's like a conditioned stress response and trauma bonds that is going to survive there. So exploring the embodied self, despite accomplishment, the author feels like a sense of hollowness. She explained in the book. Maybe we all feel the same. We try to achieve something and at the end, we find that there is no that much satisfaction or a feeling of success in us if we feel success in that way. So, the book talks about a concept called embodied self. Mind, body and soul that is to be considered together. It's something like physical, emotional, and spiritual needs of a person to be attended to make it. First. So, something like food and sleep and other things, which is something like a physical need. Feelings of being heard and being talked or just loud and such things are something about emotional level. Spiritual level is something like creativity, imagination, autonomy, such things. So, all these things are meet like what we have Abraham Maslow's Uh, Pyramid similar to that that is where we should have that embodied self is coming so heart coherence the book explained is something like you have to align your heart to the brain and emotion so something like an axis where gut heart and brain especially heart and brain which has some level of emotional decision making and all so that somehow will help us to enhance mental clarity and deal with stress. So understanding the neurobiology of the trauma bonds. So especially in childhood, we have autonomous nervous system that will somehow be capturing the things and making it like a homeostasis. So we, we even in our we have v- vagus nerve and we have vagus nerve have two parts like ventral and dorsal. So ventral is taking care of the upper side of the body and dorsal is going to take down downside of the body like controlling and all so especially below the diaphragm something is above the diaphragm other is below the diaphragm so when we have a stress this dorsal nervous system which is something affecting the below will be affected so that's why we are not able to get that understand like especially even bullying a person that can make a change in the amygdala of a brain and that may make him hyper vigilant in his childhood and that same person is going to survive later so, that's the thing. So, even neuroceptions and cues, we try to see other person and see their cues and then try to understand. Like for example, in a plane, when there is a turbulence happen, if you look at the other person, if he is worried, then naturally you, you have a greater chance or you will just mirror that one and you will have that same level of neuroception. So, best important thing is to have awareness, to create more awareness to be having more grateful, more gratitude or practicing gratitude and also ground yourself. Maybe you can just find it in a lot of healing techniques about uh, uh, like chakra healing and all these things will come across the same point. So witnessing the conditioned selves. So chronic stress actually it will affect the hippocampus. Hippocampus and the prefrontal cortex that is what actually making it to recall the past and also such people having chronic stress, they are having the recalling the past and memory and all. And also immaturity and self-centered thought. They are not able to take their awareness outside themselves. So, they are inside themselves, self-centered on that. Something like internal family therapy, like IFS uh, theory, like that talks about conditioned self. Like our minds are a combination of multiple parts Combined. William James used to mention the similar way in another, in his uh, Principles of Psychology and all. So, abandonment, if you just getting abandoned, you instill a belief of being worthiness. I'm not worthy enough, that's why I'm getting abandoned by the parents. Similarly, suffering, the desire to be seen and loved, that inherent uh, just uh, inspiration to getting being appreciated. Uh, that desire to be appreciated is there in all persons, so compassion for the wounded inner child, I think if you are if you are looking at it now to your wounded child, best thing what you can do is to be compassionate to that inner child, and that is the first step for healing. So harnessing the wisdom of your body actually stress disconnects the body. That is no introception happening there. It disconnects you the chronic stress especially. So, we'll be having obsessive behavior, aiming at these cars. Like some people get emotionally reacted and we'll wonder like how such a person can react on such a way to that such a small thing. Maybe you will look it different because that is obsessive behavior is happening like that. So, some of the techniques which include is like sacred rest, that's inspiration from a book. Like sacred rest is something like rest, we consider something like we sleep for a bedra or something like that. Don't do anything. That is one part of the rest. But actually, even if you do some stretching exercise or exercise on this one and walking, actually that is all rest. Maybe it's a different way of thinking about rest and breathing, especially belly breathing, grounding for naturally. And also that to understand the wisdom of your body, you just have to understand that gut brain, nervous system, regulations and actions. It's all interconnected. So you cannot isolate it. Like minds are part of a different. You are a combination of lot of things, emotional, physical and spiritual needs. Gut, brain, nervous system, heart, everything is part of it. And another important part, like to have a wisdom of your body is also just to just support your body. You should have some level of boundary especially such people will have obsessive behavior like they do overwork they do lot of things they just have burnouts and such things so boundaries on physical and emotional needs that's important thing and boundaries like personal choices and ultimatum you should somehow learn to tell no to something and yes to something what you need so somehow we have to have some level of bo- Understand boundary by, by just making sure that you understand the needs of your body, creating change through mind consciousness. So meet your ego, separating one from the ego. Like you as an ego, that is somehow you can just achieve that consciousness. Ego actually develops when we are at the age of two. When we are born, we think that we and the mother, we are same. At some point in time, the child feels like okay, I am different. The mother is different. That time onwards itself, the clash between the mother and the child is going to happen. And the ego narratives also that is somehow like filter and confirm the beliefs. Like we try to make some belief in in the very early childhood. Then we always when we have a situation, we try to perceive it, have a perception on that, filter it reconfirm that belief that's how it happens so ego somehow color that self perceptions and interactions so somehow to empower that consciousness you have to appreciate who you are like the uniqueness in you so witnessing you or questioning you or reparenting you cuz you cannot you cannot ask your parents to parent again but you can reparent yourself and rewiring you rewiring your thinking, your nervous system by healing. A lot of te- te- techniques are around there now. So, that's how you can change or create change through mind consciousness. Unlocking the power of your heart, interdependent relationship. Like, we as a social being, especially interdependent relationship are required or something like a feel for safety. Like, if you are around with some people or instead if you are only alone in a car parking, that's two different feelings. Similarly, in any other situation, if you're alone in a home and if you're having with a lot of people around you, that's different. So, other's perspective is important for compassionate relationship. Like, if you're to have a compassionate relationship, just have to think in the other person's shoe. So, other perspective. So, try to take multiple perspective with your heart Many claim that we follow the heart, but actually very rare people actually follow the heart. Most of the time, we are following our conditioned selves and brain and interactions and all. So, heartful decisions based on intelligence, that is more important than just brain-induced conditioned responses. Heart coherence, something like you are combining the heart to the brain and the emotions, like something coherent, like that way you are just getting one with yourself like you are get unlocking the power of your heart so gratitude also ground yourself like you don't have to worry about the or worry about the future and you don't have to be despair about your past you can be grateful for yourself and i'm sure you can get 1000 reason to be grateful for even you are just breathing now. So, focus from worries instead of focusing from worries, focus on gratitude and ground yourself with gratitude. So, becoming the love you seek. So, first of all, we'll just set the boundaries to uh, cultivate that self-connection. That is important so that you have boundaries there. Then sharing the emotional experience for intimacy like you don't. Ha- you cannot always consider for granted that other person is should understand my problem. It is not possible. You share the experience, then the other person can better understand. Some people have like a fear of exposure, to and that's why they make their relationship very casual to get vulnerable to getting exposed. They feel too much difficult, so that's why they keep their relationship very casual and social synapse like continuous communication that is important. Also, like we have a some level of social as a social being. So chronic stress somehow put us staying busy and also getting into substance, alcohol and such things as well. So try to just adapt from that chronic stress and then just isolate from you that self and understand the psychological signs, the physiological signs of grounding psychological science for healing. That way you can get the love you seek. You may think that the poetic love is no available. and It is all transactional in this world, but actually it is possible and it is with you. So empowering your relationship, you have to somehow climb out of your survival mode for compassionate relationship. So to support your uniqueness, As I mentioned, you should have a boundaries. But interdependence also like to just be dependent to other people in the relationship. You should be always making sure that there should be you. There is no merging of two things. There is a boundary available separate while you are in connection. So emotionally underdeveloped parenting such people, especially they will have a challenge in getting that individuality. So safety and support. That is actually the most important. If you can give that one to yourself, then that is the foundation of inter The importance, as I mentioned, importance in attuning to other perspective, that also will empower your relationship. So, reconnecting with the collective. So, collective consciousness and interconnectedness. There is something like Global Consciousness Project, I believe. It was a research that was showing that there is a link between the global energy shift. So a peaceful state of you is actually a tool to impact others around you. So emotions are contagious. Emotions can mirror the neurons. So social coherence, unsafe, or compact together, like something like a butterfly effect. Like something happening here can make a turn or somewhere else. Something like that, your emotions can just stabilize the world. So, peaceful yourself, it makes a lot of things. Enhanced by seeking out individuals alike. Like if you reconnect with the collective, that doesn't mean that you have to connect with everybody. Maybe that's impractical and that has a lot of challenges, but you can reconnect to the people alike you, like you. So, like a community, like a groups, So, that level of collective energy, something called mastermind or some level of collective consciousness, that's actually also important to have that level of peace and seeking the love. So, that's end of the 10th chapter. Until we come across with the next book, bye for now. Thank you. Thank you for watching.